Hi, friends. Welcome to God Stories. I am your host, Cassie, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. This is where I have on my friends, both new and old, to share their God stories. From the big, aha, miraculous, life-changing moments to the ordinary, everyday moments that are oftentimes the very extraordinary, life-changing ones. My hope is that you're encouraged. My hope is that you're sometimes challenged. My hope is that you feel welcome and enjoy today's episode. Hey friends, I'm currently coming to you from Cancun, Mexico. Alex and I took a few days and went to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. October 15th is our 10-year anniversary, which is when I'm recording this little clip. But I just wanted to tell you that today's episode is a bit different. I had a dinner that I hosted on October 1st for season one and season two podcast guests, and it was so fun. I had this idea in the spring, and I just really wanted to celebrate one year of the podcast and to thank them and honor them for being on. And I was just really in awe of the Lord when I left that night. It was so cool to see people worshiping and having fun. And it truly was just that. It was so fun. Uh, So today's episode is when Alex and I was on stage. It's a clip from that where he asked me a few questions just about why I started the podcast, fun memories from it, and, and just some things like that. So I hope you enjoy it. And then we'll be back next week with our um, normal episodes with guests that'll be on. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoy it. And thank you so much for the support and listening each week to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And I just love having you be a part of this. I am so grateful for you guys as well. Um, let's start with question one, because I don't think everybody here may know the story. Um, or the reasons or the context, but to give you all a little bit of insight into how this all started, why don't you explain to everybody why? What what made the podcast um, start off and, and grow to what it is now? Hey, okay. So a lot of you, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Should I, just like this, huh? Yeah. Okay. So a lot of you guys might know this story, but for those that don't, I was on a flight with Gary and Allie and a couple other um a couple other people flying from Uganda to Houston about six and a half years ago. And I was seated between two women from Africa that I don't know. One was from Eritrea and one was from Nigeria. And the girl from Eritrea to my left asked me if I was a Christian. And I had a Bible in my lap and she said she was a Christian too. And she began to tell me her story, how she had been in prison for being a Christian and she escaped prison and had just this incredible story that you won't hear about on social media. You know, she's not really on social media or anything. And that was when the Lord planted the seed in my heart to capture people's God stories and share them with the world. But I didn't really know what that looked like at the time. I'm like, Lord, I'm not a videographer. What does that look like? And then fast forward to August of 2020, my dad passed away unexpectedly and our daughter was born nine days later. And in that season, Uh, Tiffany, shout out Table Talk with Tiffany, (laughs) interviewed me on her podcast in that season, just sharing my story. And it was like it all came together for me then. That's how I would capture people's God stories and share them with the world. It was kind of cool because just having a baby and with COVID, I'm home anyways. And so it's kind of been a way to um, share the gospel with the nations without leaving my house. So like we mentioned earlier, we're in 49 countries so far. That's what the flags represent. 
And yeah, it's been incredible to see what the Lord has done. So that's kind of the backstory of why I started. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so um, you've done 30 episodes? 36. 36 episodes. But this is season one and season two, so 30 in those seasons. Yeah, okay. um, so of the ones that you've done thus far, what has been your most memorable one, aside from obviously the very first one with me? Okay, <laughs> there's a few. Where's Chloe? There's Chloe. Okay, so this one sticks out. Chloe and I were sitting interviewing in her dining room and in the middle of the episode, you know, the microphones pick up everything and there's this wasp that starts flying around my head and I can't make a noise. I can't move. So I'm just sitting there praying that that wasp flies in a different direction. And right when that ended, she had her fly swatter and she got it right away. (laughs) But that one sticks out. I remember Nate. Where's Nate? There you go. Uh, I remember Ray's his. Not to anything that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember his episode only because when I interviewed with him, it was back when I was only using my phone as the microphone. A lot of you remember those days, and it cuts you off at an hour. And he was videoing for his YouTube channel, and so we had to get it in an hour. And so I was a little nervous because because of that. And I set up like a studio, kind of like this in our house. And uh, Nate and I didn't know each other super well when we did that too. So that probably added to it, but we got it in like 59 minutes and a few seconds. So that sticks out. And then the last one is Bobby Meacham. He is with the Phillies. Uh, couldn't be here tonight, but for some reason I had such anxiety heading over to, to, to have a conversation with him. And I've known Bobby for years. I don't know why, but he did such a good job. And then when I was editing it uh, later on, there was a part where I had stumbled over my words and I so easily could have edited that part out. It was just where I was trying to come up with a question and I wanted to edit it out and the Lord convicted me and he said, it's not about perfection, it's about me, it's about holiness. You're not going for for perfection, leave it in. And I'll never forget that because I left it in and I remember crying because Because he just reminded me, yeah, I'm not going for perfection in this. This is for God, and it's for his, his story and his glory. So it's just obedience, and that sticks out to me as well. Yeah, that's awesome. To piggyback off of that, since, of course, the whole crux of your podcast is God's stories, um, and, and seeing God emphasize to you that it's not about the perfection, that it's about the story of what he's done in people's lives, you know, what, what is really maybe a theme or something like that you've seen God through do through the various stories that are represented in this room and, and those who haven't been able to make it today. Yeah, I've seen him do so many things, which is really cool. One thing that he did at the end of last year is he brought up memories from my childhood and parts of my story that he wanted to kind of rewrite in my brain and kind of redeem in my brain. Just from sitting down with some of you first people and hearing your stories, uh, he just kind of showed me, no, I want you to look back at certain memories that you have and look at that differently. So that was really powerful and really cool. Uh, There's been several testimonies. One came from my brother-in-law. There's Carrie, her husband. Um, He's a state trooper and he deals with meth addicts all the time. And he said after he listened to Scott Wesley's episode and Ryan Orban's episode, he changed the way God changed the way he looks and views meth addicts. And so instead of just viewing them, I guess, as hopeless or whatever, he now views them as a person and there is hope. And 
God can do something with that person. So he actually went as far as asking for business cards um, for the Manor House in Brookshire to stick in the people that are going to jail and their belongings. So when they get out of jail, they can come here to Brookshire, Texas to go to the Manor House if they choose. So that was really cool. Uh, my mom, as another example, talked about having us kids as idols uh, when we were growing up. And there had been listeners, women, that have reached out to her saying that they realized they had their children as idols. And so they were changing that. And just several testimonies like that have been really neat that have come out of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so shifting gears a little bit from the journey that you've been on now, if you kind of look forward to season three, which is underway, and the seasons to come, you know, what is your vision for the podcast from that perspective? Yeah, I think, and, and forgive my throat, again, probably the devil, he, I didn't have She's a voice all week. All week so <laughs> yeah. yeah, praise the Lord, I have a voice tonight. I've been whispering all week, but anyway, um, I think for the future, it's just what I've been doing, listening closely to the Holy Spirit, when you know asking him who he wants to be on the podcast and asking them and just closely following the holy spirit i think is my only goal with it if he tells me to stop i'll stop if he tells me to keep going i'll keep going i think that's the whole goal of it all is truly following the holy spirit and letting him do whatever he so chooses with it yeah and i think that's good because then it doesn't put any expectation on your own performance and it puts it all back on him yeah for sure okay so um last question this is a question you ask everybody um, at the end of your, your, your um, session with them. But if you could sit down with somebody, past or present, and hear their God story, who and why? It's funny because nobody's asked me that yet. And I was kind of surprised no one had asked me, except Carla. I don't know if you guys know Carla uh, Delfimina. She does a podcast with Gary. And she asked me, because I just interviewed her, she asked me who I would ask, which was neat. But I have several, so I'm going to, I'll name a few. Wait, do you allow your guests to give several? If they want to. Oh. See, Alex hasn't listened to my podcast. He's only listened to a couple episodes, by the way. I'm going to drive the bus a little bit more. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So I was really close with my dad's dad, Papa. He passed away when I was in eighth grade, but I couldn't appreciate, you know, asking him who his, what his God stories were then. I would love to one day. I will. And I feel like, you know, my dad, now he's in heaven, getting to hear his his story since he's passed away, just in heaven. But um, Dwayne, Dwayne Bates comes to mind. So Dwayne Bates was this man, this retired pastor after 40 years in North Dakota that when I first met him, the very first thing he said to me was, are you saved? He didn't ask me my name. He didn't say anything, but are you saved? And I said, yes. And every Sunday he would ask Alex if he was going into the ministry, which I think sometimes it started to annoy Alex because he's like, I'm in ministry every day. Like, you know, you don't have to be full-time, uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, like on staff. Or yeah. You don't have to be a Brian to be a minister. <laughs> but I would love to sit down with Dwayne and hear his stories because I never asked him how he became a believer. I would love to sit down with Emmanuel from Uganda that gave the prophecy over our kids. To He was a Muslim for 40 years, and I've never asked him how he became a Christian. Emmanuel is not the name he was born with. Um, in that culture, you change your name. You're given a new name when you become a Christian. So his name now is Emmanuel, and his wife's name now is Esther. So I'd love to hear his, their stories. And then on the podcast, I'd love to have uh, Lauren Akins, Thomas Rent's wife on. Um, who else? Uh, Michael Jr., if any of you know Michael Jr. 
There's several that I'd love to have on. Yeah, he is hilarious. He, he would give uh, Jordan a run for her money on comedy. We have a battle. <gasps> that would be a great episode. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So that's who I would love to hear. Cool. Yeah. Okay, is there anything else you want to share before I close it out? Oh. <laughs> I asked that on my podcast, actually. I asked people that. <laughs> See, I do listen. Okay? <laughs> Just I haven't had a commute for the last year and a half, so I have no real way of listening to podcasts. One thing that comes to mind is with every single one of you that have been on my podcast, I've so loved praying with you beforehand. With each one of you, we've prayed before we started, and I love that. That comes to mind. Um, yeah. Cool. One, uh, one thing I, th I think of um, about this in particular is that when you think about the notion of storytelling... It is so prevalent in, in tradition, whether it's an oral tradition or a literary tradition, fundamental to that is storytelling, right? And you see that all through scripture is that it's nothing but a compilation of stories. And what makes it so powerful is that those stories are personal. And, and part of what I really love about and, and what I secretly wish I could see more of is, is more of the story, more of the dirt of some of the folks that are named in the Bible that we so idolize, that I so idolize sometimes. To the point where I forget that these are people who are equally broken just like I am. But what is so beautiful about the stories that have been captured through this is exactly that. Is that it is storytelling of yet more people on a personal level. And what um, I remember someone in college told me this. I don't remember if it was a professor or what. But I think it might have been. But the, the notion that he was conveying was that people can try to refute scripture. Right from a theological perspective, they can say, no, I choose not to believe this for X, Y, or Z reason. What they can never refute is the story that God did in your life. Period. It's personal. There's nothing they have to stand on to say, no, that is not true. Because it is an experience that happened to you individually and where God touched your life and then through that touched others. Right? Of course, caveat being, you can't just trust everything everybody always says. Okay, let's, let's be fair. However, the point being that storytelling um, has so much value. And so really with that, you've done a really, really good job. And I'm very proud of you for the stories that you've captured today. Today, excuse me. As well as this whole event that you've set up single-handedly. Um, coordinating everything from flowers to buying flags to food to invitations to everything else. So I'm very proud of you. You've done an incredible job. And this is only going to get better as you go along. Thank you, and I, thank you. I also want to say thank you to Alex on this stage because uh, to pay for this dinner, I started door dashing. Some of you might not know that. But I, I had this idea months ago to have this dinner, and then Alex said, how are you paying for it? <laughs> and I said, oh, I didn't think of that. Uh, so I signed up for DoorDash, and I started door dashing, and Alex was with the kids all the hours I spent doing that. So thank you for supporting me with that. This has been so fun and it's not been single-handedly. There's so many people, all of you, so many of you have helped with tonight. And uh, just with all of it, I, I'm thankful, truly thankful for the support. So thank you guys. 
friends. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love if you could share it with a friend. If you could give a rating and review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, that would be amazing. That way, when other friends come across it, they know to listen too. You can stay connected with me on Instagram at God Stories with Cassie. Love you guys so much. Have a great day.